First off, all the news you need to start your day. Coming up, Israeli Defense Forces saying further 11 hostages are now back in their care. Israel says it will continue to fight for the release of the remaining hostages. It is our duty, it is our moral responsibility of the Israeli Defense Forces. It's why we fight. And Ireland is set to miss its targets on recycling unless changes are made to our waste industry, according to the new report. First up this morning. The Israeli Defence Forces say a further 11 hostages are now back in their care for medical checks after the truce in Gaza was extended by another two days. The head of the UN's welcomed the extension as a glimpse of hope and humanity, but warned it's still not enough time to meet the aid needs of the Gaza Strip. Israeli Defence Forces spokesman Daniel Hagari says all Israeli hostages will be freed at all costs. It is our moral responsibility of the Israeli Defence Forces. It's why we fight and why we must keep on fighting until all our hostages are home. A new report has found that Ireland will miss EU targets on recycling unless changes are made to our waste industry. The Circular Economy and Waste Statistics highlighted report from the EPA shows that municipal waste recycling in Ireland stood at 41%, far lower than the 55% needed by 2025. The report also found that just under 28% of plastic packaging generated in Ireland was recycled in 2021. Warren Phelan from the EPA says we're creating far too much waste in the first instance. Despite our efforts to recycle more of our materials and there's lots of efforts going on by householders and businesses, the rate of generation is such that it's beginning to undermine our recycling rates because it's simply growing quicker than we're able to keep pace with our recycling. 70 million euro will be committed by the British and Irish governments into two new centres for researching climate change. It's part of the British and Irish Intergovernmental Conference, which will take place this afternoon. The Co-Centres programme will benefit from €40 million worth of Science Foundation Ireland funding, with further £17 million from the Northern Ireland Department of Agriculture and £12 million from UK Research and Innovation. The Minister for Higher Education, Simon Harris, says the coordination of all three governments is vital for making the project a success. Addressing climate change and achieving sustainable food systems are really intertwined challenges facing us, facing the world. This investment in two new collaborative research centres is a major development in addressing these pressing issues in a coordinated way. They are investigating after a petrol bomb was thrown at a house in Cork City. The house in the Onslow Gardens area of the city was attacked by an unknown assailant late last night. It's understood there were children inside the house at the time, but none were injured. The funeral of well-known businessman Ben Dunn is taking place this morning in West Dublin. Large numbers of mourners are expected to attend at St. Mountainous Church in Porterstown, Lancilla. The funeral is also being live-streamed online. Tina Gates reports. The former Dunn Stores boss, who later established a chain of fitness centres across Dublin, died aged 74 while holidaying in Dubai. Born in Cork, he played a leading role in the growth of the Dunn Stores supermarket empire founded by his father, Ben Sr., and went on to become one of the country's best-known business entrepreneurs. The straight-talking businessman led a colourful life with a series of highs and lows. He survived a kidnapping by the IRA in 1981 and was embroiled in a payments-to-politicians controversy in the mid-90s. He survived by his wife Mary, children, grandchildren, sisters, extended family and a large circle of friends. 
The Garda Commissioner says his force were in a constant battle to combat disinformation on the night of the Dublin riots. There had been criticism of his force, with some saying what happened could have been anticipated. The Commissioner insists his members were monitoring online channels on the night. At the Joint Policing Committee yesterday, Social Democrats TD Gary Gannon asked Drew Harris about action being taken against those who incited violence online. Will you be pursuing those who sort of instigate violence online? Will that be part of the investigation? And if somebody, for example, have made an expression of violence online and sought to organise a mob, will those individuals, some of them are very high profile, will they be pursued? There was regularly disinformation, very serious disinformation being put up online and that went on for some seven, eight hours and it was a constant battle involving ourselves and some of the social media companies that were particularly active with us. Leading business organisations says things are starting to return to normal following Thursday's riots in Dublin. A number of shops were attacked and looted by gangs following the stabbing of four people in Parnell Square area of the city. There are fears that the violence seen last week would have a negative impact on shopping in the capital and what's its busiest time of year for business. Richard Guiney of Dublin Town says the increased police presence over the weekend helped both the public and shop owners to feel safe when going about their daily lives. We're already seeing um, a return to more normal levels of business, you know, as the weekend progressed. And I will be hopeful that that will continue this week and into the weekend and that, uh, you know, we'll be back into the full Christmas swing by this time next week. And Dublin's CrossCare is launching its Christmas food poverty appeal today. This year alone, it's supported hundreds of families, including 1,000 children with regular family meals. CrossCare's Yvonne Fleming says funds from their Christmas appeal will help support families all the way through Christmas and into the new year. Today, we are launching our revamped community cafe in Portland Road, Dublin 1. Everyone is welcome there for low-cost, healthy meals. And this cafe, as well as providing meals, is one of the seven locations from which we provide our food poverty casework service. This involves people getting basic groceries to use at home, but also getting help with why they can't afford the basics. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day again with us tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need at newstop.com.